Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Whale Nerds Podcast. This is episode 36. My name is Slater, and I'm here with Caitlin. Hello. And not Eric. Wah, wah. Eric's Eric. in Norway or something. Yeah. Last I saw, well, he was in, I saw that he was in Paris, and then, actually, I saw that he was in Bergen. I think that's in Norway. Yeah, it's funny, because his post, the, the, it says, like, Bergen, question mark. It's like a, it's like a city that he's in, and it's like, you know how, you know how, like, in Mexico, they have the city, and yeah, it, yeah. like, the big, um, what are those, like, block letters on the yeah. beach or whatever it is. Um, so, anyways, it has a question mark. But he's like, is that like an exclamation point or something? He said, do question marks mean something different here? I just saw his Instagram. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's funny because it's like, I don't know. I also really like his um, Paris airport report. said, uh, I saw the Eiffel Tower and ate a croissant. <laughs> <laughs> so Eric's out there living his best life in Europe right now without us. That's awesome. It's fine. We're not upset. Maybe a little. Yeah, so Eric's not here, um, I guess, for three weeks. So the next three weeks will probably just be Caitlin and I. Hopefully, You're I ditching think- me, too. What? You're ditching me, too. Yeah, but I'll be back in four days. Dude, I need somebody to come hang out with me. <laughs> She's going to be podcasting alone. be a lonely whale nerd over here. <laughs> no, there's uh, Adam's going to come up probably, I guess, right after I get back, huh? Oh, I thought he was going to come up before. Oh, maybe he should come up before because that way we can have one that goes out while I'm in San Juan Island. Yeah. But yeah, we're supposed to hear about his uh, first year staying in San Juan Islands and uh, working up there. So that, that's going to be pretty exciting. Yeah. It'd be nice to hear from him. Yeah. Do you want to want to start off with uh, our trip reports for the week? Yeah. You got to go whale watching with Adam when he came home. Oh, I did go twice this week. I'm on a roll again. <laughs> Back in the saddle, dude. Dude. <laughs> so, shoot. Who went first, though? You probably went before me or no? I went before you went the last couple you. days, yeah. Yeah, you go. Okay, so I went with Adam, and I saw. What did I see? White sides. Oh yeah, we so we saw humpbacks, <laughs> right? I think we saw <laughs> we, we saw humpbacks, and then we saw um, Rizzo's dolphins and white sides. I think together. Or did we just see white sides? Dude, I don't know. I wasn't on the boat. I was hanging out with my friends. <laughs> I was too distracted by my friends. No, um, no, yeah, we saw Rizzo's white sides and humpback whales. It was a good trip. The water still has a lot of red tide. Mm-hmm. It's funny because you'll go into like some clearer water and then mm-hmm. like green water and then like red brown chocolate yep. milk water. Yep. Yeah, it's really it's really like spotted all over the bay. Yeah. Um, I went out yesterday with Marine Life Studies. It was actually a group of uh, disentanglement team was on the boat. There was a report yesterday morning, and you were out on the water yesterday mm-hmm. morning. I yep. guess so. There was over 10 blue whales in um, the Monterey Bay, I guess in all of the sanctuary, at least in this like local area. Yeah, it was area. like south between Point Pinos and Cypress Point. Yeah, because so anyways, they, the entanglement team got a report of a possible, possibly entangled blue whale, um, which once we kind of got down to the boat, they, they called me up because they wanted a drone pilot to help assess the situation and get some better like documentation of the blue whale and what it's wrapped in and stuff like that so but by the time we got to the boat we had already gotten some pictures from another whale watching boat and it was actually just had two hooks and some monofilament so it was like fishing line Mm. um stuck to the blue whale well really they saw like a big scar did you see the pictures 
No, I didn't see the so pictures, what but I, think, I heard him describing it. Yeah, so it ended up not being entangled, and from what it looks like, there is two hooks stuck in the side of the blue whale mm. um, from the pictures we got, but the pictures weren't, like, super clear. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, what I think happens is it snagged the blue whale, mm-hmm. and the line got pulled, like, it, like, snagged it on the side of the whale, and the, the whale probably took off. Yeah. And it pulled the line into the skin of the blue whale. Yeah. So, like, it, did, it has, like, two lines down the side of the blue whale and it like du- it just dug in and you can see like the yellow scarring mm. and then you can see like a, like the blood looks like a leader out. or something that like, kind of just coming off the yeah. hooks like two of them and it's only yeah. like a foot long from what the pictures look like yeah um yeah so we didn't so we went out there and we went to the last coordinates of where the whale was seen and what a problem to have we had three blue whales in that <laughs> area and they were all like staying down for 12 to like 15 minutes and so we went to the two that were together. We pulled up on them. Neither one of them had any signs of it, and we didn't see any of the scarring or anything. And then we went towards another blow that we saw actually back into the bay, more mm-hmm. into the bay. And that whale didn't have anything either. Oh, actually, no. That whale stayed down forever, and it never came back up. So then we turned back around and went back outside the bay and found a th- another third whale. And that one didn't have it on either. Didn't ma- Well, we didn't get to see the right side of it but mm-hmm. before it went down, but the dorsal fin didn't match. Yeah. Yeah, so unfortunately we didn't find that whale. Um, I was hoping to take some pictures of it from the drone and see what's going on, but yeah, we weren't able to find it. But I, I 100% believe it's going to be okay. Yeah, I, someone said maybe it was long line gear. Yeah, that's what it um, looked like. So hopefully the hooks just rust out, and then that'll be that. It'll just come off. Um I mean, but yeah, we didn't end up seeing it on the whale watch. We saw a bunch of other blue whales, but it was like they were all going different directions. I, I'm sure it was really hard to keep track of them. Yeah, and so um, I guess this guy named James, I don't know his last name, but he's on John. He's with Cascadia Research, and they're tagging blue whales right now. And mm-hmm. um, it wasn't he, Connor. No, it was James and James something, and he said that they had over ten blue whales down off Carmel. Yeah. And they were headed up to us, yeah. which we had three in our like more than three. So yeah. there's like probably 20 blue whales around. Yeah, I there's like a lot. spread out. They're well, seeing them down the coast all the way past like Yankee Point too. Yeah. So, so they're definitely around. Lots of blue whales. If you guys want to see the biggest animal on the planet, I would come in the next couple of days. Well, However, here's the caveat for like tomorrow. It looks windy. Oh, so I really? don't know if we'll see them. Yeah. So that's what happened today. Um, I went out in the morning, and we had been seeing blue whales the last few days, um, but we couldn't get outside the bay at all today because it was, like, way too rough. The fishing boats called us, and they were like, it's really choppy down here. The wind's coming up. If you can find whales inside the bay, that's going to be a much better move. So we found a few humpbacks along the beach um, and just went with that all day. Um, But, yeah, the blue whales have been outside of Point Pinos all the way down, mostly to cypress point on friday but thursday there were some even further down and then there's some other boats that went like really far down there like almost a point sir and they said they had blue whales down there too um the weather's been pretty nice right? the weather was really good until today today it started to get really really sharp chop and then windy and then tomorrow it looks windy in the afternoon and then monday it looks windy but not as bad but towards the end of the week it looks better i gotta start looking at the weather for san juan islands <laughs> no it's i swear like the even 
No matter what, you can, like, hide. You can find calm water. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's 15 knots there right now. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no. 15 knots <laughs> on no sea. Let's see. What day do I start? <laughs> oh, no. Three to four knots the entire day for oh, both days. Oh, <laughs> no. You're going to have a rough one. I'm going to have some rough, flat, calm weather. <laughs> I'm going to jinx it. Oh, God. Yeah, you are. Um, so the fun fact about Slater, he watches the weather for like two weeks and freaks out the whole two weeks. <laughs> Anytime he has a trip. And the weather doesn't change that often either. <laughs> That's why you got to watch it. Cause it, it's like, it's like watching stocks or something. It's it like just watching changes. water it goes, boil. Yeah. It changes up and down. It's like watching paint dry. <laughs> you never know. <sighs> oh, I saw something on Facebook today. Um, someone shared it. It was like a change.org thing. And it was about keeping the regulations the same. Did you see it by chance? <laughs> it was about keeping the regulations up in this in the um, like San Juan Islands in Canada the same, like for both sides, because it's a little uh, the distance is further in Canada oh, right yeah. now. Yeah. And um, the problem is, is they said like all the times that they've seen the southern residents this year, because none of the boats are even like close to them. Like the whale watch boats, now there's private boats just jamming through their area. Because mm. when there was whale watch boats, they were able to be like kind of govern it a little bit or yeah. like, you know, watch it. Even though they do yep. have like Orca Sound or what is it, Sound, Sound watch. watch and the other ones and NOAA. Um, but yeah, they were saying that the tons of boats were just jamming through the, the whale or where I'm the whales were. I'm not surprised. I mean, that even happens here in Monterey when, um, you know, if we have some private boats being a little unruly, the whale watch boats will. Um, at first, position themselves to kind of box out the private boats, at least from get them over 100 yards away. Um, and then if it continues to escalate and be a problem, usually politely, they try and hail the vessel on the radio and kind of give them a heads up what's going on. If the vessel doesn't respond, then again, usually politely, someone goes up to them with their boat and explains to them what's happening. And if the boat still doesn't get it, then sometimes there's a not polite version of events <laughs> that then gets the private boat to move away. Yeah, and I think sound watching them have like um, what is this called? Like blowhorns or loud hailers? Like a hailer, but like a, like a handheld one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they like usually a megaphone. Yeah, megaphone. That's yeah. what it is. And they usually kind of direct traffic and stuff. Yeah, around the but that's I mean that's an unintended consequence of moving. The whale watch boats far away and kind of using them as the scapegoat to the issue is like you're really realizing what good ocean stewards they are when they're yeah. out there, you know. And there's less documentation of the whales now. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of things that happens when the whale watch boats aren't there every day. People don't get it. Like that's why scientists have to refer to whale watch boats because they're the only ones that get to go every day. It would cost yeah. too much money to send a, sure. a boat with just one scientist on it every single day. Oh, totally. So and the whale watch boats are going anyways. Yeah. And that's partly why we get the photos that we get is because the, the whale watch, you know, you work on a whale watch boat that goes every day. Yeah. I mean, I'd say in Monterey, we easily cover the water 250 to 300 days a year. What scientist can afford that? None. Yeah. I can tell you right now, none of them can even afford 100 days on the water a year. Yeah. Not paying out of pocket. No, I, well, there's not enough grant money in the world to cover that kind of stuff. And just in the California coast alone, you couldn't cover 100 days on the water and, you know, still have money left over. It's just, it's expensive to do. And it's too bad. So you got to use your tools where you have them. And whale watching's one of the big ones. Yeah. We're lucky. Whale watching is lucky. Yes. And it's, I mean, as long as you, most of the time, what the scientists need is pretty basic stuff. So it's definitely within the realm of, 
training a whale watch naturalist to collect and then you know you get a much higher resolution data you do have to adjust your statistics because you're not doing surveys but you know opportunistic data collection at a high volume is pretty valuable which is really cool yeah especially like photo i mean photo ids is the, is the biggest one mm-hmm. and it's easy yeah it's super easy anyone could do it i think i want to do like a a photo id like not a class because it's not like rocket science you know but like just like get a, take a group of people out and show them like from start to finish how to shoot it like you know give them mm-hmm. some good settings for photographing the flukes and then um even Timing all the way, yeah all just that. that and then like what to look for like you know the arch of the back yeah. and stuff like that and then after go on the computer and look at happy whale and mm-hmm. or like and then log their photos on happy whale and then maybe i can even get ted cheeseman to like do it with us so that way yeah, he can cool. show them right away yeah, you could show photo, them the what matches. What whales they got? Yeah, the yeah. matches. Because if we do it here in Monterey, there's probably going to be a match. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Um, or if you want to just try and photo ID as many species as possible, if you could just call them all and tell them to show up <laughs> in the bay and be like, "Okay, we need to practice killer whale IDs. We need to practice blue whale IDs." I think there's people that do sperm whale IDs, like in probably in like New Zealand. In the Azores, Azores they do. Azores, yeah. I know they do because that one whale watch company, Whale Watch Azores, um, posts them. Post IDs. <laughs> What's crazy to me is people do Rizzo IDs. Dude, that's intense. Come on, they get a new scar every hour of the day. Yeah, their mark evolution is so quick. That's like, got to be the most impossible whale to like photo ID. I mean, obviously the ones that stay down two hours, but like as far as far as like you know the stuff that we see all the time. Yeah, as far as an animal that's marks change the quickest, Rizzo's dolphins have every other cetacean beat. Is there anything that's else just... like a Rizzo that eats like? Beaked whales get scars like that, and that's part of the photo identification process. But not in addition on the whole the body, though, huh? They get them across their back, but not, yeah, not so much around the face, but across the back they get rake marks. Oh, Rizzos are just aggressive then. Yeah. Because I think a lot of it's from each other. Oh, yeah. There's no way that so, they're all squid marks. No, the ones around their face that are like squiggly short lines are from squid, but the long ones, the parallel line ones, those are from each other. With the amount of times, the amount of times we've seen Rizzo's, the amount of times I've flown the drone over a huge number of Rizzo's, you'd think that I'd get video of them like raking each other. Or Dude, something. I think we saw it yesterday, but I did not get good footage of it. So we had this group of like 20 Rizzo's, 15, <clears throat> 15 to 20 Rizzo's, all full grown adults with lots of scars. So older individuals like jumping on each other, pushing each other under the water, like rolling around racing around it was crazy that was yesterday <laughs> yeah they were like shoving each other underwater out there yesterday yeah and so that was pretty nutty to see i was just waiting for one of them to come up with fresh scars i kept trying to shoot photos but none of them did but it was nuts like three or four of them would jump on one that's what i'm saying like it was insane you got to get them when they're in those huge number of pods you know when they're super social yeah they were like racing around they were rolling like around. yesterday they were i mean we it's funny they were they were like on um, she has volunteers on the boat mm-hmm. at Marine Life Studies and there was like she was like oh write down how many Rizzos you think you saw and they were like three and it was just like it was like three or four you yeah. know behind us but then like <laughs> you turned to look at the front of the boat and there was like hundreds spread out <laughs> in front so we were just getting into them yeah yeah but yeah there was hundreds of Rizzos and and then I, we were looking for blue whales and they totally everyone like got distracted looking at the Rizzos <laughs> and then we're like and then we get a call. There's two blue whales a mi- two miles back, like from the original numbers we got. So we, because we had gone through the area slowly, yeah, yeah. and so we had made it two miles past the original numbers, and sure enough, the whales were right by the original numbers. Yeah. Um, 
There's definitely yeah, there's some a lot crew. Of Rizzo's. Which is so. Here's the interesting thing that I'm, I keep thinking about with the krill and the squid. So a couple years ago, um, Jody got a photo of krill boiling at the surface and a squid jumping mm. to eat it. So we've been seeing blue whales and rizzos like every day for like three days, right? So like, are, is it how correlated is it? Is oh, what you I'm think wondering. The squid are eating the krill. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, what do squid eat a lot? <laughs> Plankton. So like, I think they'll eat anchovies too. If they're big enough, if they're, yeah. Probably when they're like 13 inches or something. Yeah. So because I've seen them eat anchovies in like on the fishing boat. If you leave two in the, the bay tank, if yeah. one dies, they'll still like latch onto it. Oh yeah, it. for sure. Yeah, they'll eat anything. But I do think that they target krill when that there's true. They that market. Yeah, it makes sense. They eat anything. They literally yeah. would. Yeah. If they could eat your finger, they would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. When one gets hooked, when you're fishing for squid, they all start devouring the one on the hook. Yeah, it's crazy. They're I've like ruthless. It. You can pull up one squid with literally four attached. I'm not yeah. even kidding. It's yeah. four. They'll all be biting onto the yeah. mantle of the yeah. other one. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're like savages. <laughs> they they think that they eat like everything in the area. Oh yeah, totally. I I don't doubt it at all. So so I was talking to Captain Nick, um, who drives the Star of Monterey this morning and he said when he finally like slowed down and stopped with the blue whales he did see a pretty good patch of krill down between 750 and 800 feet deep that was like the best krill he saw was oh, way on his, deep on his meter yeah on his on his, on his okay. step sounder the um because yesterday on on that trip that i was out on uh julia said that she saw some krill on the side of the boat and I was like, oh. are you sure it wasn't red tide? And she was like, no. but then I realized the water was clear. So it was yeah. probably crew. The water was pretty clear from Point Pinos to Cypress Point. Eric missed out because we saw a whole bunch of blue whale poop. Oh, yeah. They <laughs> were pooping lots. all over the place. Yeah, there was yeah. lots. That you could see the big red bricks. Like, yeah. Like, it was like, I don't know, 200 feet of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a couple times. Um, so they're definitely eating the krill. Thursday, people were saying, oh, they're pooping everywhere. And then we saw one poop briefly. But we had a charter full of people that were just like, out for a cruise, you know, so they didn't really care. Yeah. I was like, it pooped. And they were like, what? I told, I told, <laughs> I told the group of people on the boat yesterday, excuse me, that, um, uh, oh, that I have a video of a blue whale pooping on oh, a yeah. Or no, it's a photo. It's a photo of a blue whale pooping <laughs> on a humpback. That's a, dude, that that's was a freaking, hilarious. That's a rare thing. Yeah, it is. First off, getting those two in a picture together and then what happens to poop on it? <laughs> Come on, dude. I remember when you're flying the drone, you're like, oh, my God, it's pooping on its head. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. There was probably only like six of us on the boat because those were when we just started. Ah, so those, those were the days. Those were the best all day trips, huh? Yeah. It was like every Wednesday we went out and like for some reason only like seven or to like 12 people. Well, no one knew about the company yet. Yeah. And there was like maybe 12 people on the boat max. And it was <laughs> including like me, you and like three crew <laughs> or two crew or whatever yeah. it was. That was oh, fun. Those were the days. Thought that one day we had like what so many blue whales. Oh yeah, like dozens, like ten of blue or twelve whales. easily around the boat, like at all times. With humpbacks, I mean, dozens of whales. Yeah, yeah, those, awesome. are, those were the days, man. But it was nice to see all the blue whales this week. We also had killer whales around a couple times, which was pretty cool. I know it's so funny how many times I get a text about the blue, the killer whales. I just don't even tell you. I just don't want you to be sad. It's fine. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> sad anymore. I've like had to let that go because it's like I can't. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. We had um, Emma's group around again. Oh, and that actually happened the day we recorded last, I think, because Eric and I were still debating about who all the whales were. 
So I'm not convinced anymore that CA55 was with the gray calf. I think that is part of Jagged's group. Did you see that Elisa shared something that was like... Yes, I saw those the three world, the golden three girl, girls. Yeah. I saw them Friday... Was it Friday? Thursday? Thursday morning, maybe? Um... So I'm I'm pretty convinced now that the gray calf is part of the two sixteens and the fifty fives were never involved. Mm. Now the golden girls was like what are their numbers? Like twenty eight, thirty, and one. Thirty eight, I think. Thirty eight something. There were this. yeah. Um. Yeah. It's a bunch of older female whales that um the most recent one to join the the group, her son died not too long ago. So that might be can openers. You mom. know what's funny is how weird is it that all these whales that haven't been seen for a while are starting to show up here? Yeah. And our main whales, I guess, I guess Femmas it was around, and that's one of the, the main The 216s, I haven't seen them for a long time, but when they're around, they hang out. Like, they'll be around for a while. Was CA199 this year? Was that last year that, that I saw was that whale? last year. Maybe Dang. even the year before. I feel like I have, like, these set photos in my head that, like, are these days I remember. Yeah. And, they, and like, they're only, like, you know, every few months. So, like, they when I go back through my Lightroom or, like, look through my catalogs, they're, like, these big days that i remember but they don't yeah. seem that long ago yeah no 199 was, like, was a while ago yeah so the the golden girls are three females that are all post reproductive and they don't seem to have any kids travel around with them i don't know if their kids died or if they are off on their own making their own pods or what but these three female whales were causing chaos it was so funny we were um we were sitting with a blue whale and all of a sudden these three killer whales blew right by the boat like, we weren't even looking. We were like, oh, there's a blow over there. Wait a second. And three killer whales go by. And so... They the chase the blue whale? Yeah, the captain gets on the radio. He's like, all right, guys, get your last looks at the blue whales because the black and whites are in town to the to the other skippers on Channel oh. 80 because every blue whale left. Really? They all hightailed it in every single direction. That's funny. So then we all started following the killer whales for a while. I think not because they're gonna, they know they're going to, like... They could be eaten, I think, just because they pissed them off. Yeah, I think so, too. Like, I, I think the blue whale's generally not scared of killer whales. Yeah. So, Danny described it one time, one of the captains we work with. Um, he was like, well, how would you feel if a mosquito was up in your face and you had no arms? And I was like, I mean, not good. <laughs> I guess that's true, huh? It's not like they have, I mean, they do have arms, but. <laughs> not really. It's not like they can, like, whack them with it. <laughs> Especially a blue whale. Blue whale's just got a, yeah, they don't really got arms, dude. <laughs> They just got <laughs> tiny little peck fins, dude. But if they if they oh if they could swipe their tail to the left or right, Ooh, and, and somehow hit, if they could they would kill one, right? Oh yeah, totally. Same with the humpback's so. peck fin. Yeah, I think so. You think a full grown humpback's swipe at a for sure? Oh yeah, they do. Especially one of the younger like younger yeah. killer whales. Like imagine if uh, Comet got hit. Oh, she'd go flying. <laughs> she'd go flying. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so all it lifts it out of the water and it's like, it's like, do you want this? <laughs> come get your the, child. The humpback's holding the cat. Yeah, can you imagine she's looking at the humpback's looking at Star like, come get your kid. Yeah, <laughs> you're messing or, up. Or I throw her on the shore. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so all the blue whales took off, um, just like heated, and then we kept following the killer whales to the south because they were showing really well. Like they hardly dove at all, like two minute dives if they dove at all, and um, and then all of a sudden. The captain was like, I think it was Rod. He was like, dude, there's Whitesides bow riding the boat right now. I was like, what? Well, the killer whales are right on the other side of us. So then the killer whales started picking up and zigzagging around. And then all of a sudden, the dial the dolphins finally got a clue that the killer whales were there. Did they eat one? No. Uh. I thought they were going to. And I almost thought they were using the boats as cover. Like, 
okay, we'll wait until one gets away from the bow and then we'll snatch it. Because it kept coming towards us. Dude, and they would going come right away, over and, and chase it out. And then coming towards us and then going away. And, um, and then finally the dolphins got a clue and they all hightailed it out of there. It was pretty funny. So they were just around causing chaos. Dang. Just a bunch of grandma whales That's stirring funny. up the so neighborhood. Just three? Yeah, just three. So yeah. it was pretty cool. Guess what? What? 1,190 followers on Whalers Instagram. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks, friends. I was just going to check and see if there's any messages or any questions. I think there are some messages. I didn't check it, though. Yeah. Tell them something about whales while I look. Um, <laughs> we have seen more Jeez. blue whales than humpback whales the last four days. I don't know where these humpback whales are hiding, but there's only like three in Moss Landing, and there's like five along the beach between Seaside and Mulligan Hill. I don't know what's going on. There's only one or two out on the edge of the canyon. But uh, the humpbacks are pretty scarce at the moment. It's a little weird. Oh, we were talking about the humpbacks on the way out. Um, I was talk- And I was like, what do you guys think? Like, I was asking about because I feel – obviously, I didn't go in the water that much this last couple months. But do you think that – I already asked you guys. This summer has had less humpbacks in the bay. Yeah. Than the last couple summers. Yes, and, and now that we're, I in... think they think that there's probably more like above Davenport and stuff, or maybe offshore. Mm, maybe. Yeah, that's right. I don't know. It don't uh, know. it'll be interesting to see how the next month goes because, uh, I don't know. I yeah, it's a it's a weird one. There's not very many humpbacks in the bay right now. There's a lot of blue whales outside the bay, and uh, you can always find a humpback, but. All of a sudden, it was just like, poof, they disappeared. Oh. I'm wondering if they're coming back. The humpbacks? Yeah, I think they will. Before I think they're probably like, dude, what's this chocolate milk we're swimming through? I mean, they kind of were like sitting around for a week. Like, they almost looked like they're just waiting for something. They weren't really feeding. They are just hanging out. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> they're like meandered on. All right, we got, a, we got a question. Okay, I'm ready. Well, it wasn't a question. Oh, yeah, I guess he wanted to ask our opinion. He said, hi, um, Karsten Svedzin. Hi, I wanted to ask your opinion, or no, what your opinion is on being able to communicate with whales and dolphins. Many people are doing research into this <laughs> at the moment, and all with various techniques. Don't use LSD. Wait, 3D <laughs> printed gills? What? From 3D printed gills to AI dolphin dictionaries, these innovations could make us more Aquaman. <laughs> That's funny. Um... I don't think we're going to be able to talk to dolphins, sorry. I'm I'm not sure that what we're going to find out is going to be, like, groundbreaking either. Yeah, I think that they just – I think they're very simple. It's like food, food, you know, like – Mate. Play, mate, play, mate. <laughs> Dolph- are we talking about dolphins? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> food, yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. But then again, like, we see how complex, like, the killer whales are, though. Yeah. That they obviously have to have some sort of, like, like their social structure. They have a social structure, but they have to have some, like, in-depth. What I, what Unless I, it's just such in-depth, like, um, instincts. Yeah. Right? I mean, what I would want to know is something that I think we wouldn't find out even if we could communicate with them. Like, I just want to be able to interpret the ocean through their senses. Like, I want to know... How detailed did it like there's 15 salmon over here and there's like a patch of anchovies that's like oh yeah like how well they're wide over is, here huh? yeah like I just want to know like how much they what is their world like like you know you can hear an airplane go overhead okay well what does a cargo ship sound like like that's something that they're like even if we could talk to them that's not something we would get from them yeah and the thing and I was it's so funny because I was thinking about the dolphins like 
riding the wake of the boat. Yeah. Okay, it's obviously loud underwater, but I, the dolphins love it more than anything in the world. Like they, yeah. you can't get them away from the boat, so it obviously doesn't bother them enough to not go near the boat. I mean, it's like riding a, a motorcycle or a dirt bike. Right? Like, that's super loud, but a lot of people are, ah, like, so fun. True. And you don't even notice it once you're doing it. Yeah. Like, it's just like. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you do. You just talk right through that helmet, and you're like, hey, we're riding. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you think they're just like, we're riding they're probably, the probably, like, hear a boat. They're like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you got to think, though, because from our perspective, we're like, man, it's probably a little bit loud. Yeah. But then again, I was trying to think about talking to, like, someone on the side of the street. And, like, you hear the cars go by, but. Yeah. You know, you still. You just roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing I would want to know if I could speak to a whale that I think would be interesting to learn that would help us in this world is to understand long lived species. Like, think of. Like a bowhead whale, you mean? Yeah. Think of, like, if you could get information out of a bowhead whale, like, that's 200 years old. Oh, yeah. Like, man. This or like something like this, like oh, this has happened before, or this hasn't happened before, yeah. or like no, the ice is gone, it ain't yeah. coming back, yeah. like, or it used to yeah. be ten hundred miles, like it was you yeah. know thousands of miles this way, but now yeah. I, you know, can't even get to the end of it, or, or I mean, the end of it is so, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I think sure we may crack the code at some point as to the basics of their language and communication and whatever, but I think in general the the vocalizations they make is going to be quite underwhelming what they're talking about. It's mostly going to be food, 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 more food. Or where is the food? My mom's talking where is the to food me. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> My brother is breaching. <laughs> like, oh look, there's a mate. <laughs> I yeah. think it's going to be underwhelming, but the the more like i don't know though because if you could talk to them then they're gonna be like whoa <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'd be a whole nother thing <laughs> they're like dude you guys are dumb <laughs> like um y'all need to stop messing up the ocean <laughs> yeah if you could stop making so much noise and making it smell bad and taking more food than you need that would be great um yeah i don't know overall i think that yeah what I want to know if we crack the code is, I think, something they couldn't answer. This yeah. is, like, not how their brain works. So you're going to help them with, like, math? No, dude. Don't ask <laughs> me to do math at all. <laughs> me neither. I'm not even allowed to keep score on family oh. board games. <laughs> did I tell you Did I tell you my uh, dream photo that I want right now? No. I did it? No. I thought I told you. What is okay, it? Okay, so... Actually, someone got like the other day. I I don't I can't freaking find the person again. He it was a video of um, Atlantic humpback. It was so it was it was in Greenland and it was three mm -hmm. humpback whales from a drone f swimming up to ice like an ice like I don't oh, know. Oh, you kind of did tell me this other. Yeah, day. I don't know if it was like an iceberg or like it didn't show the other side of the ice. You know what I mean? So yeah. like I can only, I don't know how far it went. But what I want is like a long sheet of ice. Like, so it's half the frame is just all ice and then a humpback. And the reason I want that humpback is because, you know, they're all black with white. White pecs. Yeah. So it's like, and the water's super, like, bluish. It's like a clean green or clean blue there. So that's my shot. That's why you're asking me if we're moving to Greenland. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm going to Greenland. No, I want to run trips to Greenland. Oh, yeah. Maybe someday. I'm going, dude. You guys can't stop me. Dude, don't dust me. Eric. Eric's already halfway there. He be. He's he already, went past it. He's past halfway. No, what? He's, he went past he's Greenland in line to with get it. to Norway. No, he's, he's going to come back it. across and come down through Greenland. 
What? No. Oh, what you mean on the ship? Yeah. Yeah, but he's in line with Greenland right now. Yeah. They're both cold, I bet. Yes. Let's see. Where's Eric at? <laughs> Let's put him on Find My Friends, except he has no iPhone. <laughs> oh, he's not even. No, he's not in line with it. Unless no. he's way to the north. He's a little below. He's like below Iceland, actually. I don't know what As far he's... as like. I think he is going through Greenland and Iceland, though, on his thing. Dang, that means he's going to go sh- up and around. He's going to get that photo, dude. Oh, fight him. <laughs> <laughs> Slater's going to call Eric like halfway through his cruise. I will fight you. <laughs> don't take any pictures of whales. <laughs> Either that or like a breach with just a solo floating iceberg. Dang, I'm starting to pick up. Dude, you I'm are the, getting I'm, I'm, wild. I want to do like an ice series or something. Like, come on, dude. I've never been to the ice. Somebody sl- send Slater to Antarctica, please. Something. No, because. Franz Joseph Land. Yeah, that's where I think I want to go there. Cause I want, and I also want to see walruses. Yeah. Basically, if you put some an animal, any animal in front of ice, I'll be pretty happy. <laughs> Even if it's like an ar- Arctic turn. <laughs> Dude. Black leg like, kitty wake. <laughs> and it's funny because like I could have had the opportunity in Iceland if I was just there at the right time because they had an iceberg float into the middle of the fjord. Oh. A huge one, and like they were getting off the boat onto it, not like the whale watchers, but like. People, people live there. We're getting off onto the iceberg. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, just stepping onto an iceberg and like, all right, go back home. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, you want to know what my Snapple fact was? That was partially true. What was it? So it said that uh, polar bears are in- invisible to infrared cameras because of their fur. <laughs> That's not quite all the way true. So we looked it up because we had to know. Oh, the because fact it's white and white. You mean? Yeah. So their hair is actually hollow. And then their skin is white. That's mm. why they look white. But their skin's all white too. It's pale. Yes. The reason that they look that they're mostly invisible to infrared light is because the fur is hollow, so it doesn't hold any temperature. And then their blubber layer is usually so thick that their heat is well underneath their skin, so it doesn't pick up the heat signature. So the only way you can detect a bullet bear with infrared is if you get it face on looking at you and mm. you see the breath. Oh wow! Yeah. Otherwise, j- only their face and their breath shows up. Everything else is invisible to That's the thing. infrared. I don't even know how hard it is to shoot a polar bear. If it's a snowy blizzard, white polar bear, white on white, white, white yeah, white, 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 and then black eyes. I guess like how hard is that? I don't even. I know. feel like it's gonna be pretty tough. I gotta go. I gotta go. You gotta go and practice. It's funny because all the times I want to like. So I've been thinking about this a lot lately, right? But the season's ending like now. Yeah. So now you gotta wait. I don't know if the polar bear season's ending now. I think that, or I think that starts in like April or something. When it starts to melt. Well, they have to come out of their dens, too, which I'm not sure what time. It might be not till May or June. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I'm going to look up flights to Greenland. Not that I'm going to go, but it's you the know, season's ending. Shopping it, it out. It probably ends like September, October or something. Oh, for sure. Maybe even earlier because that's really yeah. far north. Oh, yeah. Some of them, they got to leave early because they're yeah. going all the – I think they go down to the Bahamas. They go or, down or to the no, Caribbean. Caribbean. Yeah, again, down to like Dominican and Puerto Rico and stuff. Oh, I guess that's near there, though, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. As far as I know, um, unless there's a breeding area in the northern hemisphere off of Africa, but I don't think so. I think they all go to the Caribbean. I don't know. Someone correct me if oh, I'm yeah, wrong. they could just go to Africa too. But no, I've looked. Well, at least the ones from Iceland, I think they come down this. They yeah, go this way. They do. Dude, there's probably so many whales up here. Oh, another thing in in Greenland is the bowhead whales. They have them yep. there. So I don't know. There's a lot of things you could check off in Greenland for whales 
I guess we're going to go next year. Plus, if you're ever wanting to talk to a bowhead whale about his experiences, you <laughs> have a good chance there. There's like a certain time of year when the bowhead whales are like at a further point in Greenland or something, or like mm. a lower point, I think. I think. We better figure that out because yeah. I want to see a bowhead whale now that I've seen a right whale. Yeah. So, another thing that I wanted to look up and talk about on the podcast a while ago when we watched Long Gone Wild was the law, Orca Welfare and Safety Act. <coughs> um, so, I don't really, I'm not very good at legal ease, so to speak, but um, what I found out online is the Orca Welfare and Safety Act is a bill passed in the U.S. state of California in 2016. The bill phases out the holding of killer whales in captivity and establishes standards for treatment of all remaining captive orcas in zoos. The bill has been interpreted as being particularly targeted at wildlife parks chain SeaWorld after the film Blackfish. Um, since the beginning of orca captivity in 1961, there have been 156 orcas held in captivity. As of March of 2017, there are 61 orcas held in captivity around the world. SeaWorld owns 26 of them. <clears throat> so the California Assembly... Uh, oh, a California Assembly member, Richard Bloom, introduced the bill in 2014. And so that was not long after Blackfish had been going around. Um, the bill sat for two years until March of 2016 when it was reintroduced for a vote. And... Governor Jerry Brown signed it into law on September of 2016 and went into effect in 2017. So the bill makes it illegal for any person, institute, or corporation to breed captive orcas. Okay. Oh, okay. So that was the captive but breeding that was, law. Yeah, but the thing is, is okay, when that, I remember when that first came out, I was like, oh, this is exciting. You know, they're not going to breed them anymore. And then it was like, oh, well, one's already pregnant. One yeah. accidentally got pregnant. It was like. It was already, it had already been pregnant, but that calf died anyway. Um, so it said it is illegal for an, any person, institute, or corporation to breed captive orcas, illegal to move or receive captive orcas or orca embryos from a captive orca in any state or country, and illegal to use captive orcas as a mean of entertainment slash performance. So that also means that killer whales can't be imported to California anymore. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't realize that that was part of it. Um, however, what, it may behoove you to just break the law because a violation of this law from any person, institute, or corporation is a $100,000 fine and or six months in jail is a misdemeanor. I'm sorry. For, an, for, oh, a, for SeaWorld, a business is making that much money, $100,000 is nothing. That's a... That's like an investment. You that's, know, like a, that's like a... That's like a service yeah. charge. Yeah, exactly. Are you kidding me? Interesting. He probably made it that on purpose. To say, like, we care, but we don't actually care. So just take the $100,000 fine. Yeah, that's just like... But then again, SeaWorld probably doesn't dues. want that being on the news that they're getting a $100,000 fine. Yeah. But then again, they probably don't care. I don't know. I mean, that seems like hardly enough to I thought they were supposed to it. build, like, a big old moat around SeaWorld. Yeah, so they said in 2014 when the bill was introduced, SeaWorld responded by releasing plans of a new expansion to the Orca enclosure in San Diego called Blue World. This was a $100 million expansion that would give guests a more natural orca experience. In 2015, the California Coastal Commission did approve the Coastal Development Permit application, but they added a ban on breeding to import and export orcas. Somehow the Coastal Commission had the power to do that. Yeah, so they haven't done anything. Um, 
Seawold, oh, because Seawold did not agree with the decision of the Coastal Commission and sued them, claiming they did not have the authority to ban orchid breeding in captivity. This was before the law was signed into place. So the Coastal Commission was trying to get ahead of the bill that was going to sit on the floor of the California Assembly for a while. Um, so this is like the art that they drew for it. Yeah. It's supposed to be like you could walk through and see the killer whales. Yeah. But like they're going to have them all in the tank. They can't just have the killer whales and the males and the females all together. Not necessarily, no. Because no, they they will eventually breed. They have to have well, and they have to have um, and they'll fight and all yeah, they have to have space from each other because they'll fight. Um. Okay, so that kind of put just, the that kind of put the brakes on the whole thing because the California Coastal Commission and SeaWorld got into a lawsuit with each other, and then SeaWorld announced in 2017 that they would transition their new orca encounter exhibit into a more natural setting and have them only do natural behaviors not so theatrical interesting so that's my update on that because i want because i want to look at that so you mean they're just gonna like take the hoops out and make them breach still yeah <laughs> I, guess. I mean they gotta make they definitely need to make them exercise as much as they can still yeah because they're not getting that much exercise in those little tanks no so so that's my update did you have any other topics you wanted to talk about? No. I'm leaving. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> no, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'll have some more next week. Yeah. Wait, do you On, leave this Oh, wait, weekend? this day. Oh, this day next week I'll be in San Juan Islands. Ah. Right now, honestly, I'll be eating a sandwich. I don't know why. <laughs> right now. You might be. <laughs> I don't know. What, what time's the sunset nowadays? Um, here it's at like 7.30, but up there it's later. What time's the sunset in San Juan Island? He's asking Siri. In San Juan, Puerto Rico today. No. Well, no. not. Oh, okay, how about you Seattle? What's the sunset time in Seattle? Sunset will be at 7.23. Okay, so 7, like 7.20, it'll be sunset in San Juan Island. Yeah, man. Nice. Oh, wait. Is it, what's it going to be? Is it going to be the same here? Yeah, it'll be close. Get into the time of year where it's going to be close. Yeah, but it's, it, the days are longer up there. But they also get shorter up there. Oh, yeah. So it's getting shorter now, right? Yeah. Yeah. But is it not shorter than here, though? I think it does. In the winter, it gets shorter. Than here? Yeah. Dang. So it's like both ways. It's... um. Yeah. It's extreme on both extreme, sides. Extreme, yeah. What's yeah, because like Alaska here? gets 24 hours day and then 24 hours night. Mm, yeah. Sunset here is at 7.15. Yeah. So it's longer up there. Smidge for right. now. Oh, that's right now, though. Yeah. And one week could be different. <laughs> <laughs> be a few minutes sooner. Wait, what do you mean Iceland is 24-hour sunlight <laughs> in the middle of July? <laughs> in the beginning of July. That was awesome. Right around the summer solstice, the end of June. <sighs> Man, I'm having bad allergies. Yeah, what's going on with the air in Monterey? It's, yeah, it's a wind. There's that red tide. Maybe I'm allergic to red tide. I don't know. You know what? Um, we have a new girl in the office who used to live in Florida, and she said people's allergies were bad during red tide. Oh, really? Yeah. That's fun. Not funny, but that's... Interesting. Yeah. Certainly interesting. Well, I'm going to go take allergy medicine. Slater's <laughs> dying, so I guess we better end the episode. <laughs> All right, you guys. Uh, wow. 1,700 plus followers. I mean, no. 1,170 followers on Instagram. That's and lots of live streams awesome. and downloads yeah. and everything on, on Spotify and Podbean. And Don't we have YouTube? Doesn't it like automatically we go to YouTube? We do have a YouTube. 
I wonder if there's any, I haven't even checked. Do we have anybody on YouTube listening to us? If you do, let us know. Yeah, that'd be cool. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, I don't even know how to look it up. Man, it's I'm really getting uh, allergic right now. Slater's allergic to me. He can't hang We out. have 14 subscribers. Ooh. Dang. We're like almost famous. I wow. say that every time. 14 subscribers? Who are you? And we don't even really try to get subscribers on YouTube. Thank Maybe you, we guys. Should. Well, anyways, thanks for all the views, downloads, whatever. Uh, the messages on Instagram, yeah. and then, uh, thank you to our Patreon. Yes, thank uh, you, supporters. Our exactly. We're yes. saving up that money right now so that we can all have nicer like microphones. Yes. And then once we all have nice microphones, uh, we'll sound better. I think. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> we'll come up with better topics too. <laughs> <laughs> The microphones will make us have better topics. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I'm. I, I don't know. I guess maybe we'll see. Um, Adam, when do you want to? When can you come up so we can do this next podcast? Yeah, just shoot us a text, dude. Um, but yeah, thanks you guys. Hope you all have a fantastic weekend. Yes. Oh, week and then weekend because it's gonna go out Monday. Yes. In the future. Okay. <laughs> We're in the future. Thank you.